Clinical Issues by Julie Kahn Documenting the Use of Bone Wax Question. Is it necessary to document the use of bone wax? If so, should it be documented as an implant or a supply? Answer. Documenting the use of bone wax during operative and other invasive procedures is a facility-specific interdisciplinary decision because there is not enough information from regulatory agencies or accrediting bodies or evidence from research studies to guide practice. According to the Joint Commission, documentation in the patient's electronic health record, EHR, should reflect the patient's care, treatment, and services. Documenting bone wax as an implant or supply would meet this standard. However, the Joint Commission does not specify the staff member, for example, nurse-surgeon, responsible for entering the information in the EHR, or into which section, for example, supply implant, the item should be entered. According to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, bone wax is considered an unclassified implantable medical device that is not life-sustaining. The FDA sets tracking requirements for medical devices. However, the requirements are intended for device manufacturers rather than personnel providing and documenting patient care. The FDA may require manufacturers to track Class II or Class III medical devices if the FDA issues an order to the manufacturer and the device meets one of the following criteria. 1. Failure of the device would be reasonably likely to cause serious adverse health effects. 2. The device is intended to be implanted in the patient's body and remain there for more than one year. Or 3. It is a life-sustaining or life-supporting device that is used outside a healthcare facility. The FDA also maintains a list of all medical devices that require tracking, including defibrillators, heart valves, pacemakers, pulse generators, stimulators, and ventilators. Because bone wax is not classified, it is not mandatory for manufacturers of bone wax to follow the FDA tracking requirements for Class II or III devices even though it may meet some of the tracking criteria, such as implantation in the patient's body for more than one year. An interdisciplinary team of key stakeholders, for example, perioperative nurse leaders, surgeons, risk management personnel, and infection preventionists, should consider FDA regulatory requirements, the Joint Commission's recommendations, and other factors when determining whether personnel should document bone wax in the EHR and whether they should document it as an implant or supply. Answering the following questions can guide the team in their decision-making. 1. Is there an organizational or facility policy or procedure that specifies documentation recommendations or requirements for bone wax? 2. Has the bone wax manufacturer received an order to track it as a medical device? 3. How is the bone wax typically used at the facility? 4. Is the bone wax expected to remain implanted in a recognizable state, for example, not melted or absorbed, in the patient for more than one year? 5. Could a piece of the bone wax enter the bloodstream or migrate to another location? 6. Would failure of the bone wax cause potentially devastating patient consequences? 7. 
Has the use of bone wax at the facility been linked to an increased risk for infection? 8. Is the bone wax already included in the EHR, in the supply record or custom pack list? 9. How is the use of non absorbable suture and hemostatic agents currently documented? And 10. Is extensive implant documentation necessary for this medical device? Based on the patient's risk for an adverse event. After the interdisciplinary team decides if, how, and by whom bone wax should be documented, they should develop or update the policy and procedure to reflect their decisions.